0: What's up, everybody? It's Joe from Complex. You were listening. You were watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. As always, I'm with my guys. To my right, Mr. Matt Welty. Here, early in the morning. And to my left, Mr. Brendan Dunn. hi yo. How you doing? How we feeling?
1: I'm a little tired, to be honest with you, but I'm happy to be here, as always. Late
0: night last night? Early morning. Oh, okay.
2: I feel like you should be the most tired, right, Joe? Why? A big night for you last night what are you talking about did
0: you th- are you mean do you mean i have to bring <laughs> put the video on put the video on if you're, if you're listening, wait, listening yeah we put, pull the, the, put YouTube. the video joe just on, on, joe just went yeah. full superman okay look can. i wait. might as well be on the wait. sidelines because it's dry fit off. that's what i was it's about to dry say fit. What, what yeah what graduate, it's dry fit i popped the tags today i haven't worn what, this ever what, it's dry fit put me on the sidelines next season because i have it what graduate assistant did you steal that from no i didn't they sent me a care package uh like a year and a half ago, before UConn was as dominant as it was before the resurgence, because we knew
1: we always ride with Explain them. Explain to the people what you're wearing. And okay, why this you're is wearing a dry
0: fit. It. I mean, what you feel it. Go ahead, don't be shy. What do you think it it's is? A fit. shooting shirt. Yeah, it's a Yukon basketball. A it's material. a UConn basketball shooting shirt, Nike dry fit that I've never worn. Mm-hmm.
2: W- one step up from the coaching polo.
0: Yeah, this is a, That's why I feel like a coach, and I paired them. We'll get to it, but I paired them with the navy blue <laughs> new balances. That's Not how playing we're playing around
1: on any level. You know, and why are you wearing the special shirt? Yeah, today? because
0: we won the championship, our fifth championship. Sh- shouts to Adam Caparell back in December or so, where I called him your fellow UConn grad. Yeah, fellow UConn grad used to run the daily campus paper sports section, didn't speak to me a word. In college. Alan Caparell was very intimidating in that newsroom. Very intimidating. Didn't speak, and now we're we're big friends. Obviously, he worked here, but in December, he goes, pay attention to this Yukon team. Who mm. brought you to the Glory Land? Pay attention to the Yukon team. I started watching them. They lost six straight. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. They lost six straight or and so. You, and you stopped
2: watching them? Yeah. They one. lost six straight. I Turned said, Adam, are you sure? Off. He goes,
0: No. They're very deep. That was like in that they had a, like a losing streak. I don't know if it was six. And then mm-hmm. you saw the tournament dominant, mm-hmm. dominant. This guy to my left talking about Gonzaga. We we beat him by 40. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to gloat, but he was in the, sl- the slack talking about Gonzaga. We beat him by 40. Anyway. Gloat all you want. I, you know, I hit it with the Ame. I hit the thing with the Ame. Over... I told Mac, I said, listen, put the mic on. Don't show him. Because I hit it.
2: I'm saying they were. Brought, brought to the glory land by Jersey City's Finest, Dan Hurley. Dan Hurley. Yep. Yeah, it was a good night. Are you going to
1: attend any championship celebrations?
0: So I did get invited to the Gamble live watch, but I couldn't make it because mm-hmm. I got home from another trip I'm sure we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Sandalgate 101. Okay. Gonna, you were we'll going go to savor
2: a bottle of champagne for them?
0: But I did get invited to the Gamble watch, but I couldn't make it up to stores. But maybe we'll be back next year. Because that team is stacked. The team is deep. Shouts to UConn men's basketball. Champions again. Where does your like status
2: sit with the Alumni Association, Joe? I don't know. but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um,
0: there Did, may be some. Do they need to put more respect on your name? No, nope, or... they don't have to put more respect on my name because we may be cooking something up. Oh. Is it going to be? Hey, oh. Matt, do Oh. Nope, don't spoil. Both of <laughs> you. I don't of know, you. Anything. Both I don't of know you. anything. I don't know anything. I don't know Yeah, because I... when it hits, I'll let you know. Is
2: is, is Dave Matthews is there, knows. Is there going to be the the Joseph LaPuma? School
0: of Broadcast Journalism. No, wow. No, no. They're gonna
1: do a building for you?
0: No. They saw me review. No. They, they saw me Blue review style? They, they saw me review Mace's Welcome Back. They read that writing. They said <laughs> we ain't giving him a wing. We ain't giving him a desk.
1: you know what we need? Joe is referring to a review he did back in his my college newspaper days. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my first one. When he was at UConn, I bet Good Burger could dig up that clip. Oh, maybe. Find he a byline for us. Yeah. He can.
0: Burger. Shouts to Good Burger. You know, sometimes I hit him before sneaker shopping if he has any old images. Intrepid researcher. Gotta respect him. He he hit me, he wanted to know about the Converse penny commercial that they had. Didn't make the episode. Good Burger keeping me honest, though.
1: Penny Hardaway on Sneaker Shopping. Go yeah. watch it. Penny when Hardaway. you pulled
0: the puppet out of your pocket. Come on. <laughs> you know Come that, on. Put the clip in here. <laughs> I know some of you were listening to
1: audio, but this is video, baby. Okay? <laughs> wait, wait, that... Joe had the little Penny toy in his <laughs> pocket. What, <laughs> how did Penny react when he saw you reach into your pocket and start to pull that thing out? Listen. Uh,
0: wait. <laughs> <laughs> he reacted fine. You know, listen. Uh could have been... Who knows what I <laughs> you said is that a penny <laughs> in your pocket or you just happy Who knows to see what me? I could have pulled out but that I... <laughs> little penny came right out pocket. of the pocket I thought. kept it hidden
2: that wasn't conceited <laughs> Wait what that wasn't conceited <laughs> Who
0: you pulled conceited out of your pocket and... what? Is that a jo- I don't even know Cuz he's
1: short uh, Oh yeah. wow
0: I don't know no I didn't it was a little penny Nice but, episode. Yeah. Some good shoe uh, shoe history yeah, you strictly know, on a for week, shoe dogs. Yeah, for shoe dogs on a week where Let's get to it. It's shoe dog time. Yeah, it Air is. Air movie.
1: wealthy have you seen the movie yet? No. Air, the movie comes out
0: this week. I've seen it twice now. You want me to preface it a Please. little bit? Please. This guy, he went he went what's to your, an... Er- what's your Siskel Niebert reading? Well, Hold on. Hold on. Okay. See, <laughs> see? Let's calm down.
1: <laughs> calm down? You're the one who came with the bottles popping and ripping your set. shirt off? Hold on. I okay. know, I know.
0: Hold on, though. Okay. I'm calm. He saw the movie a while ago. Mm-hmm. OK, I wasn't there for it, but I can imagine him in the screening with he doesn't. I don't think he wears glasses, but the little fold up glasses that you take out of your thing and put uh, the them Ray on, J's on? And, yep, like this. They fold up. And I think he had a legal pad with a pilot pen and he was just going through inaccurate. Nope. no. Nope. At the legal pad in the meeting like Rob Ex- Strasser. Exactly. Exactly. So you had some thoughts the first time. hmm. Then, I liked it more the second time. He liked it more. Go ahead. He liked But here's it more. the thing. Okay. I
1: don't want to discuss this movie in depth until no. we've all seen it. Okay. And I, I wish we could discuss it this week because it's coming out. But Welty, will you pledge to see it this coming weekend no. so we can talk about it next week?
2: Uh,
1: this is one of the biggest things happening in sneakers this year. Probably
2: not going to see it
1: this year. Dude, <laughs> people I'm care what chair. we have
2: to say He's about the going to the see movie. Mario instead. <laughs> no, probably. I mean, it's Easter weekend, so I'm probably oh. going to be doing more important things you can't oh. stay a
0: little bit informed right, can you just give us a top level what like, about look- monday
2: night will you go see it monday night and we come in here
0: on the was next one. day
2: he's not this
0: guy, this guy. possibly
1: I are you know. going to see this is one of the biggest things happening in sneakers you can't
2: I mean, someone wants to like pass me a link or something wow. <laughs>
1: this is the effort you're going to put forth i i no one's contacted me about seeing the i movie. told you last week
0: nobody contacted me either you've got to ask you I know the gif know of the ask. ref where he's just in the middle <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who to ask. All right, so he's not going to see it. Jesus. You liked it the second time. What you like more? Just, you know, from 35,000 I think when I went feet. in
1: the first time, I was looking to be too critical. And I think that's important to to approach things like this in a critical way. But the second time, I, I found it more enjoyable. I was a little bit more, you know, just taking it all in. Yeah, that a boy. Yeah.
0: Funny, right? Funny movie. Yep. I the think that there are things though. you
1: can nitpick if you want to. Of course. And I think that when you make a movie that's based around sneakers you're going to get sneaker people yep. who are obsessed with this Definitely. stuff um who will go see it or at least some of them will go see it well he's yeah, has he better things. he's to do. not
0: wait till the spezial movie he'll be front and center at the <laughs> screening
1: you know i think one of the most interesting things about it and this is what i wrote about the movie is that it when is when did you write it I, it's coming out well, by the time this oh what do yeah. you have cooking up well to me look wealthy's so bored look I'm sorry I'm no, do you I'm want to talk bored. about your tweets for a little bit this oh, is one of the wow. biggest things happening at sneakers oh, this wow. year and I'm going to bore you by talking going? about the air movies I'm listening. that's I'm where we're oh my god
0: wow okay I'm listening he's listening I'm really listening you were yawning I didn't <laughs> see you hold on hold on wait what'd you ru- I'm interested
1: okay my biggest takeaway from the movie is this Nike is a brand that has been very focused on making its own myth And it's very, very focused on controlling the narrative around what Nike is, what Nike means in the culture, what has happened at Nike for the 50 years it's been in existence. And to me, the movie is significant because it doesn't come from the perspective of Nike. It comes from the perspective largely of Sonny Vaquero, who we had on this podcast. Please go listen to it. Yes. Uh, He's listed as a consultant in the credits. Sonny Vaquero's history of these things differs from the official Nike history. There were some squabbles over the past decade where... Someone would come out and say, oh, George Raveling was the MVP Mm -hmm. in signing Jordan, not Sonny, and people have Mm -hmm. downplayed his significance in this thing. Mm -hmm. Now, for pop culture at large, the biggest version of the story that exists is the air movie, which is differing, uh, you know, to some extent from Nike's official line on these things. So I just think that's interesting where it's, it's a moment to me where... Nike has kind of lost a battle in the culture wars. Not not that it makes them look bad, but just that there's a different narrative that they didn't necessarily support that I think will be the prevailing one in history because it's part of this giant Ben Affleck Matt Damon movie.
0: Totally. And do you realize now maybe exaggerating a little made it more of a enjoyable watch?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I thought it was enjoyable, you know. There were some of the depictions where I was like I I didn't feel like we're quite right. I've never met these people, but the the Peter Moore depiction didn't feel quite right to me. Um, The Rob Strasser one didn't feel quite right to me. Also, I think a lot of these people are too pretty. You know, Nike was started by a bunch of scruffy-looking dudes out in Oregon making shoes. You know, you got... You're
0: saying Sonny for Carl's not a dime?
1: (laughs) My man Sonny? (laughs) I mean, like... Ben Affleck is too handsome to be Phil Knight. Maybe we've spoken about this before. Jason Bateman as as Rob Strasser again. That's my favorite. Physically, it's a it's a oh, fine performance, yeah, look, but you know, yeah. I, I feel like there's more they could have done there. And also, you know, I, as you all know, I could go on for hours about this, but I feel like they could have done a little bit more fan service in the movie. Fun sneaker stuff where people like us could look in the background and say, oh, that's cool. Or a little Easter eggs, you know, yeah. Things like that for the sneaker people. There's really not that much of it in here and it doesn't feel like a sneaker movie. It's a movie about uh, marketing and, and the sneaker industry to an extent, but I just wanted
0: a little bit more, you know, okay. But you liked it overall. I liked it. What's this piece? Do I have to worry about this piece? Do I have to hit the boys, Ben and Matt? And be like, listen, I, I'm on the podcast with them. I don't control them, though. <laughs> Distance yourself you from know? me? Wow.
1: No, uh, it'll, it'll be out by the time this, this podcast okay. is Interview on. or no? No. Okay. I mean, we, a, a lot of people here at Complex interview different people, so we're kind of, cool. you know, I think somebody interviewed the, the screenwriter and uh, costume designer and things awesome. like that, so there's plenty of air content on the site.
0: Okay. And he'll watch, you know, listen, you watch it by... Uh, <laughs> you uh, <laughs> you watch it by next year. will you know when it hits uh, Amazon Prime.
2: Do you have the Prime login? No, I don't
1: actually, I don't Prime. have any logins. I I borrow them from everybody else. I've been to the
2: movies once in about uh, maybe
1: four or five years. Of course, we have
2: to ask what movie it was. It's just Top Gun Maverick. Okay, yeah,
0: I, like I know someone from Bay Shore who hasn't been to the movie theater since Terminator Two. He always <laughs> and it's like an icebreaker when we go out. So, well, see, yeah. I
1: just saw this morning that they're working on Shrek Five. Would you? Did you see that in a theater? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, Sneaker stuff happening. Gucci, Adidas.
0: Did you did you guys see this? One hundred twenty thousand dollars. Oh, I saw the trunk that you can buy. I saw the trunk. That's okay, but like, when are we talking about the the ZXS though? I love
1: that shoe. What are sneaker. they hitting? Beautiful sneaker. It's already loaded on the Adidas website. I'm not sure if they have a release date out at the time of us recording this, but they're $980. Show. I Ooh. want the Gucci Ooh. Adidas ZX8000. I think it's a beautiful sneaker. <sighs> Aqua original colorway, but
0: $980. You know why I could wear those? <laughs> not that. Listen, oh, dude, is it okay if I could wear those? I could wear whatever I want. <laughs> okay, okay, because I used to wear them when I worked at finish line.
1: You can wear whatever you want.
0: Yeah can wear whatever I want, you,
1: or is that what you were trying to prove to the people this past no, weekend on the kit trip? No, because I don't trip?
0: need him. I don't need him coming <laughs> I, here. I didn't say time out. I don't I, need li- he, I, I literally
1: him, have not said one I word. I said I like the coming shoe. here. Didn't me showing down? up. Did you say earlier we need to calm down?
0: No, I. No, I you like did. the energy. Okay. Oh no, I think because we were talking over each other. I don't need me coming here wearing them and then. An hour and a half later, I didn't say I'm anything. I'm going to the subway. I open Twitter and I see, if you just became a fan of the ZX <laughs> when Gucci did it, you're not a. That's why I'm not saying it. That. I'm kidding. At, but the,
2: but... at the gate with the lock and key? Exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly, I I exactly. said I like the shoe. I think nine hundred. It's just nine hundred eighty dollars. It's, a lot, of it's money. a lot of money. It's a
0: lot of money. Yeah. They're so good though. So good. It's just a lot of money. Man. I agree.
1: It's a lot of money and. Maybe I sound hypocritical saying that because I would have happily paid the $2,500 or whatever it was for Louis Vuitton Air Force Ones. Yeah. But I felt like you could see the craftsmanship a little bit better in that. Where I look at the Gucci Adidas, it looks awesome, but yeah. I don't necessarily see the price tag Maybe in the construction. It, it's
2: just a mental thing. It, it's it's not about the quality or anything like that for me. Yeah. It just I just have a hard time when a shoe is like worth that much money yeah. just wearing something. Putting it on your foot. Yeah, it's yeah. like we people... And I don't understand the concept of it because clearly, this is the world that we operate yeah. in. And you and I have caped for Adidas Gucci for a while. Yeah, but just the idea in general—whether w- it's a designer shoe or it's a shoe you bought on resale—just mm-hmm. I can't fathom sometimes the idea of spending like a thousand plus dollars and yeah. then finding a situation beyond something super special where you're just gonna, Easter.
0: Gonna oh, gonna casually? He, just, he knows. We know he ain't going to see the movie. <laughs> maybe on Easter you that's saw tying h- it all h- back
1: together because Gucci Adidas there complex sneaker of the year yeah, handle, there we yeah. go. Easter it, it's it all. looks like
2: they're made for Easter right <laughs> they're fire it's all it's all tied they're together fire. trust me it's tied together great sure. look for Adidas are we going to talk about
1: Wait, wait. I, I do want to talk about that. I do want to talk about that. Can we can we mention real quick a bad look for Adidas? we got to keep them on, as always. This BLM thing. What was that? Man? Um, Adidas just rescinded its request asking the U.S. Patent Office to dismiss BLM's application to trademark a logo featuring three stripes. Adidas has been super bullish on protecting this three stripes thing. They just lost a lawsuit to Tom Brown. A- a- any Any version of anything that has three lines on it, they're going to go after you. I understand it to an extent when it has to do with apparel companies or of course footwear companies but when you're coming after an activist group like blm and and they have the three stripes on there and you feel like it's somehow infringing on your trademark, it's like this actually reminds me of a conversation we had with damon john on full size run where he was saying it shouldn't be an issue if you're not in the same industry you know if if they're overlapping trademark things or things look alike but you're not making the same stuff as the person who originally owns it, then it shouldn't be an issue. And, like, obviously, Black Lives Matter uh, is not making sneakers. Maybe they're going to sell some shirts with this mark mm-hmm. on it. But I- I'm glad Adidas, you know, decided to rescind that. I, yes. again, as per usual, struggle to understand the decision-making at the brand that led to them in the first place challenging this, but glad that they have uh, rescinded that. Yeah. Anyways, let's hold Joe accountable now. Wow. Wealthy, please.
2: So... Joe, as he's want <laughs> to do, popped out on another kit trip mm-hmm. this You've weekend. Seen the tan. You,
0: you didn't. The you tan. didn't go. Where were you? I was in the Bahamas.
2: Oh, that was in the Bahamas. Yeah. For some reason, I thought you were just off like the like, Long Gof- Island Sound or something. No. <laughs> no, thought you were in West Egg.
0: No, you, no. So <laughs> we took a fishing trip on the Long Island Sound. No, we were in the Bahamas, baby. So
2: you went international once again, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: what but, ho- what did Jose say?
2: The little trip to the
0: uh, the God did verse. It's
2: like you know your your version of Ocean's Eleven. The gang's back together. Who is Joe in that gang? In terms of Ocean's Eleven, I'm not sure.
0: I hope George Clooney is he one.
2: Yeah, George is one of them.
0: Okay, is that a good one to be? Yeah. Okay.
2: So you guys had a a trip for Kith collaboration with Columbia with a fan favorite of mine or a personal favorite. I oh, wear it, I wear it all the time. But Oregon's own. Columbia, but Columbia PFG. Yes. Which, which I've been championing for quite a minute. And then let's just make this
1: as a footnote on this. You know who was born at the mouth of the Columbia River? You know who could done. see the Columbia River really? from his house growing up?
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah, boy. You, maybe Keep going. You, you so guys won. you
2: you went on the trip as you're all outfitted in the gear. <laughs> and, you know, it feels like. Yourself? It feels like, hey, hold on. Let me just. It feels so, like. When you, when you go on these things, like the the Kith book, like Ronnie will outfit you guys in certain things where he maybe pi- personally picks the pieces for you? Is that safe to say or no?
0: Personally picks the like pieces. Like you get the, the outfit you get, you get a bunch of pieces when you arrive. Yeah. However, but, go ahead, keep does going.
2: Does he, I'm just questioning. Does he curate it? Yeah, like each, each individual, does he tailor it to like, Joe's going to wear this so you don't, I don't, all think, don't pop no. up in the same thing? No. But Joe ended up in the white... Tiva
0: esque sandals. Yeah, kids Columbia the, sandals. The second and time,
2: you know what? You know the second time Ronnie's put you in all white footwear, which we all know, you, <laughs> yeah, won't, well, you won't pop up in white Air Jordan 4s, but you will pop up in white Tiva sandals with no socks okay, on. Okay,
0: timeout. Hold on. First of all, GFY, because you skipped over the Fear of God Birkenstocks, which I wore the first night. Which I did give you a lot of credit for. Because they're fire. Yeah. Pop down in those. Second, he didn't make me wear anything. It was a fishing. Okay, so mm-hmm. I wore the Asics though thirteen thirties. Yeah, those are white. That's that's. I'll give you. I'll give you the Asics thirteen thirties in all white because I probably wouldn't wear them mm-hmm. outside normally. I wore them though, like just to walk around and and um. Got the whole thing bleached. Exactly. I wore them in the morning. Yeah. The white Kith Columbia sandals I wore because we were going fishing.
1: I think right. Do you want? What's wrong with on the that? However, it, it just Ronnie
0: it, it just posted a photo. I got so many ads. I got so many, so many ads because I was wearing the sandals. People holding you accountable. I love that. You guys want to wear sandals? I would.
1: <sighs> you I know what? There of... was a period of time where I was looking for a vintage pair of Nike oh. the shoots. The shoots exactly. Oh. Um, I wore I Tivas a lot in high school. I'm not gonna lie. spent some summers just in the Tivas.
0: so did I. But the <laughs> reefs were, the reefs were the were like the step up to me. but these were not they're not Tivas. they're Kith Columbia. They were, I wore them on the boat the, the did you catch the, anything? No, the sea was angry that day. Did, yeah Nunez caught anything? something. Victor Cruz Sean Brown Victor Cruz reeled that in. I didn't catch anything. I admittedly, we got on the boat tons of vibes are playing drake 21 savage a vibe 3 hours though on the fishing boat you i th- never up? no 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 i never really fished but yeah uh it was it was long it was long but such a great trip shouts to the fam everyone saying oh you got to bring the sandals back i i may wear this i'm going on vacation too in a couple weeks and i may I may wear the sandals again.
2: I get the impression if you, like, were to catch, like, a big fish, like, catch a marlin or something, and it's, like, a 30-minute reeling in, you're just, like... Give up? You're, like, dude, it's just taking too long. Someone cut the line. He's right. He's right. So, like, they had two seats.
0: So, listen, they had two seats on the boat, right? To drive the boat? No. They had two seats on the boat to when you reel in the fish, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, Vic caught one. Then it was, I think, Nunez, And then they replaced... Every, they replace like the seats, the two yeah, seats. So, rotate them. Yeah, so so if you're sitting in the seat, the next you're fish up. that yeah. next man up. I never sat in the seat. I stood back. I stood back. So you benched the, yourself. The, the impo- yeah exactly. The important exactly. question
2: was so you were you were toes <laughs> Here's out. <an> one. <laughs> toes toes out. out with the thing where the toes
0: did Joe. They weren't did. They weren't did. And I would have done them if I knew. Had you had a heads up? Yep, I would have. But I didn't. They were fine. My toes are fine. But they weren't in, and I would have I would have done it if I knew I was going to go uh, sockless. They were saying, they were adding me on Instagram. You get, let the dogs out. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> who let the dogs out? They were adding me on Ronnie's Instagram. Great trip. Always appreciative. Those trips force me to are relax. Your comfort zone?
2: Huh? Out of your comfort zone a little bit?
0: Yeah. They yeah. were
2: asking you who let the dogs out, and now you're saying the Huskies are here. <laughs>
0: full circle weekend
2: you know last last secret moment we just want to talk about real quick before we get our guests something i was excited about over the weekend at wrestlemania oh god jeez you guys
1: uh go <laughs> ahead i'm just go go this night is, one this is good. i'm gonna do like you did me during the air movie i'm just yeah, gonna look
0: take down a bre- yeah look yeah <laughs> look take a zoom in babs hey, might as well. go 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 the i know the cena right yeah John the backstory john cena ahead, well you
2: I, we no, no one really saw him wear the shoes but he showed up to Wrestlemania <laughs> to wrestle somebody that nobody cares about, Austin Theory.
0: Oh, he, no, You can't stand him. Yeah. yeah. You really. But okay. he shows
2: up. We're in the Slack. We're like, hey, John John Cena's wearing Air Force Ones. What are they? Little, little did you know he popped out in the custom Kowloon Air Force Ones. Kowloon, a restaurant in Saugus, Massachusetts. Okay. <laughs> Stone's throw from the Foot Locker I used to work at. Okay, I, that's cool. Did that's, you say, I, yeah. I, was just, I was just super excited. I guess the shoes were like they made a customs, but they were $500 to, to buy from the restaurant. And maybe you got hooked up with food.
1: You could buy the custom air force ones at the restaurant. I think that they were so, like, they actually ma- the restaurant made them. Yeah. That's it, awesome. It wasn't
2: that. Yeah. It wasn't a custom that He had just gotten done. He had, I don't know if he had purchased them, but he had gotten them from the restaurant. That's amazing. When John I step C- out
1: in the P.F. Chang's
0: twos... Oh, forget it. Forget it. Are you kidding? <laughs> the, the lettuce wrap ones? Le- Wait, you, did you and the gang ever ever uh, go through after, you know, you had a good commission day, you go across the street and put some insoles into... You actually put some insoles into shoes? You ever go for a celebratory dinner there? I believe so, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay.
2: Mm.
0: Mongolian barbecue. Okay, do you know that... <laughs> <laughs> do you know that a complex con I've snuck away and ate P.F. Chang's Dolo? I salute you. <laughs> I right, Joe, it's true. Be, be Everyone one... asking, oh, what are you guys doing for dinner? What do you, oh, I think I'm just going to stay in the hotel or whatever. I sneak out the back door. Dave Matthews, don't even. <laughs> Dave Matthews asking me what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to stay in. I go and I have P.F. Chang's Dolo.
2: If there had to be one, <laughs> one restaurant for you to represent in like a custom Air Force One for a big moment, what are you putting on foot?
0: Chain restaurant? I, I, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's a tough one because I don't want to go. Uh, what I will say is, Shasta. I'm not going to answer that because I don't <laughs> know. But Shasta, Chris Stamp, who was on the trip, he did the Nobu Air Force One.
2: There we go. Yep.
0: I like Nobu, but Brendan for you. <laughs> it wouldn't be Nobu. I'm not saying that, but
1: I will think about it. I will yeah, have an answer. For that's you a next tough week. one. I will think. Yeah, it's 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 a huge question. You know. Should we bring on our
0: guest? Yes, we should. Let's keep the energy up. Our guest on today's podcast is a professional skateboarder who broke new ground thanks to a legendary part in Toy Machine's Welcome to Hell skate video in 1996. As a professional, she has been signed to Nike SB, Baker, Spitfire, and created her own apparel line with her brand, Gnar Hunters. Among a packed trophy case is four gold X-game medals and collaborations with Nike SB on both a Dunk and a Blazer Mid. Here to talk all about her skate and sneaker history is today's guest, Alyssa Steamer. <laughs> Alyssa, welcome, thank you so much. For uh, joining us.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. How are yeah. you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: I'm, well, I said it's early. I'm a little tired, but, you know, we brought the energy we up We did right bring the energy. In, so we got to keep the energy up. Oh,
3: I made you come in a half hour early. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no,
0: no, no, not at all. Just, uh, yeah, some hangover from the weekend activities, but we're here. Uh, maybe we start with what you're wearing. That's your shoe, isn't it?
3: This is my colorway, yeah. Okay, your colorway. This is my colorway, yeah. And, um, I didn't wear it here on purpose as okay. like a you know, <laughs> a shameless yeah. self promotion. Yeah. It's just really good to skate in and I wanted to get some clips while I was out here. So
1: this is the SB Verona, slip-on, Verona right? slip on? Verona slip. Yeah, the yellow. What what is the exact shade of yellow? Did you pick it out?
3: No, you know, honestly, um when I was picking the colorway, they just had like some random mustard looking yellow up yeah, on the like, oh, that one. on the screen. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that color's cool.
1: And Sunshine sp- yellow.
3: Yeah, I mean, yellow. probably if it wasn't that dirty, it would be sunshine yellow. <laughs> it used but to be. now I'd call it yeah, kind of like how, I don't know, spicy pairs, brown mustard. How
2: many pairs did you get of, of those? Of my yeah. my colorway, yeah.
3: I mean, I don't know, a box of them probably like ten or eleven or okay. something.
1: Yeah, I do wonder how that works. Like, if you have a shoe, can you just ask them for unlimited pairs whenever you want? You know?
3: Well, they only make it for a certain amount of time. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I'm sure if I was like, I need. You know. Yeah. A full size run. Hey. For my friends. <laughs> if I need that for my friends or something, yeah, I'm sure they would they would give it to me. Are you saying we're friends? I, I consider us friends. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. That's <laughs> how you started off. That's how we're starting the
0: off. Fact
1: is, I love that. Um I got my shoes are a little beat up as well. This is a Nike Air Stasis Footscape. This is from like nineteen ninety six. They are pretty clean, but there's like a there's Do you like, know those in Japan? Well, no, I've had these for a while actually. Um it's Little collector's piece. Although, I bought them off eBay back in the day, and this thing happened where, I don't know if you've ever had this happen, where you buy something on eBay, and they ship it in the in the box. They All don't, the, like, double box it. They just, like, so it's this cool They put the shipping Nike label box, on the box? And they, like, wrote my address on the box oh, and just, like, no. slapped a sticker on there. Damn. Stuff, so. But the shoes are relatively clean. There's, like, a weird uh, a mark at the toe box. Um, I was a little nervous. I haven't worn these very many times. I was, just, like, walking very gingerly coming in here.
0: Let's talk about these pants, though.
1: Uh, Do you want (laughs) to? Usually we. Looks like you got
3: a double gauge corduroy on. Yeah, how about that? Two different whales.
0: (laughs) Really letting Willie free today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing Navy New Balance 992 just to match the Yukon Dry Fit shooting shirt. (laughs) Uh,
2: These are the Raised by Wolves Saucony Grid Azura 2000. Uh, that's a mouthful dish. Yeah. I didn't realize, uh-huh. I forgot when I put these on that they're see-through. Yeah. So right. it's like the color of the sock, actually.
1: Yeah, just like the Jordans, remember, with the see-through window on the side. Yeah. You got to be careful with the socks when you pull those out. Yeah, you got the sunroof. <laughs> the sunroof is out. <laughs> Alyssa, where where should we start with you? Like, where does your sneaker journey start? Do you remember those OG, Palo Peralta, you know, Air yeah. Jordan ones? Is it Lights the Beach shoes? Like, what is it for you?
3: Yeah, I mean, well, I think... It really starts in, like, probably middle school, like, mm. playing basketball or something in yeah. some Delta Force. Okay. Seeing the the Revolution commercial. Remember? Yeah. The, yeah, the Beatles course. track. Yeah. Yeah. 1987, yeah. Yeah, when the air bubble first came out and stuff like that is where it really begins. But, um, yeah, I remember, you know, all that. Life's a Beach Shoe, um, Bad Boy Club. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Vans, Maui and Sons.
0: Mm.
3: I'm vintage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did the yeah. revolution ad make a big impression on? Do you remember like asking your parents like I need? Oh, absolutely. Nike Max. But yeah.
3: I remember the shoes were $110 and my parents were like absolutely not. There's no <laughs> way. My mom was like, yeah, it's not happening. But she would take me to Marshalls and get me like the big old adidas and the big old cons
0: yeah the yeah, last yeah. size on the, the on the yeah, shoe like rack
3: white with orange stripes or yep. something like that <laughs> and she'd be like why do you want such big shoes and i was like because they're gonna last long to skate mm.
1: yeah usually it happens the other way around where your parents are making you sides a couple yeah. pairs up
2: in order yeah, to right, last there right. for a while but you were yeah. economical early yeah yeah there's well, so a one one shoe that we have in common so in welcome to hell you're skating in the the mid-top shell toes, yep. right, with the strap. That's yep. a shoe that I I had two pairs of uh-huh. in high school. But it. I don't, I don't know why. It was just, like, the strap on the on the shell toe. To me, yeah. it was, like, such, like, a cool shoe
3: yeah, at yeah. that time. You, you could just like, let it fling around and stuff.
2: Do you remember, like, I know because a lot of people were, like, skating in Adidas, like, like Mike York, Kareem, all those yep. guys were skating in the early
0: 90s. But do you remember that shoe? Yeah.
3: Or... I remember having multiple pairs of that shoe. Mm-hmm. They were probably at Marshalls.
0: (laughs) How, like, those classic models, obviously, like, before the skate shoe boom, what was it, like, the testing of what classic models are going to be good to skate in? How were you, like, going through that? Was it just whatever you could get your hands on or or what? And do, do, do any models stick out that, like, were sleeper, really good skate shoes?
3: Yeah, totally. Well, at first... You know, it was like whatever you could get like mm-hmm. at Marshalls, whatever you could afford. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you get a job and then you could afford like whatever might be stylish. Yeah. But I would still, all my money went to the Gap and then I would only have a little bit left over to buy shoes. Okay. But um, I remember I got a pair of uh, GTS, Nike GTS back in the day. Okay. Yeah? Um, Probably like 95 or something like that. And those were like the greatest shoes to skate in. Really? And I have a pair on ice at wow. home right now that I'm gonna break out soon.
2: And then like Supreme ended up like
0: collaborating. Yeah, they on...
3: did a Supreme GTS a while ago. I have a black with white sole pair at home. Nice. Sick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's like a sixty dollar shoe or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
3: totally. And that's why I bought it, you know.
1: Did you make a conscious transition when you started skateboarding of you felt like you needed different sneakers? Because you're talking about playing basketball and having all these actual basketball sneakers. Was it a thing where you just had to switch your well, whole
3: style? Yeah, well, basketball sneakers turned out to be the best skate shoes anyways.
0: Yeah. Right?
3: Mm-hmm. Air Jordan 1's the best skate shoe.
0: They are. It wasn't like just a matter of... You know, we, we... Tony Hawk, obviously, and the whole... That that moment. But, like, they were actually really good skate shoes. It wasn't because they were just cheap right. and jo- filing them to The Air guys. Jordan
3: 1 was... Is, I mean, other than these shoes, I have uh, Air Jordan 1 Low OG. Wow. Black with blue, white really? sole and in the hotel in room. Oh. And they're so good to skate in because they're like flimsy, but you can't, it's like they're different. You know, you, Low OG is the one. Mm-hmm. If it's not the OG one, the tongue's really tall. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like a little different, but yeah, Air Jordan 1s has always been the best
2: skate shoe. Were you into that? I uh, think. I think Kostin did the collaboration on the Jordan Mm 1 low Yeah, a couple years ago. Were you into that pair?
3: I was, but I I hadn't started really skating in Jordans. I was still in... I like a slip-on. This is the best shoe for me. Like thin Mm -hmm. board feel Mm -hmm. is important for me. I don't really jump down big stuff anymore, so I don't really care about the cushioning and the sole Mm. and... The Air Jordan One and stuff like that, like came later in my life.
0: Yeah, but you prefer the low, not the the regular high one. He's a I
1: low.
3: Cut he's the
0: a low into J- lows. Yeah. He's I like a low. The, I like oh, you lows. do? Okay. Like
1: they did with the the Caballeros back in the day. You just
3: absolutely yeah. Tape them up. Yeah, I'll even put duct tape on. Oh again. wow.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's a low guy. He yeah. could only kick flip, but he's a low Jordan <laughs> One guy you more than that, Wait, you uh, can do sorry. More I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I wasn't great, but I mean, I just yeah.
2: Uh, were you? Were you into the idea of, like, chilling shoes back in the day? Was that something for you? Because I know people Oh, always... absolutely. So, like, what... Like, you'd skate in something, but what would be, like, your pair of chilling shoes? Timberlands. Like, um... Yeah?
3: Yeah. I mean, I went through a weird hippie phase, mm-hmm. and I wore Birkenstocks for a minute. Yeah. Which I might get a pair soon, because Fear they're really ones. comfortable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I still wear chilling shoes. I feel, sometimes I feel awkward if I'm not skating in sneakers, mm-hmm. so I'll just, like, wear some, like, boots or something like that. I have some Sperry high-top boat shoes that are pretty cool looking with a chunky sole. I got these Timberland Supreme, like, alligator-looking things. Yeah. Where'd you pick up the
1: Timberland thing? Because you're, you're from Florida, and then you Wu-tang. were kind of... Okay. Oh. okay. <laughs> That was in nice. for you. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking like regionally, the places you've lived, as far as I know, didn't
2: make a lot of sense that Timberland would mean a lot to you.
3: Yeah, no. Oh, Wu tang Okay. Yeah.
2: Was there anything like like you had like a pair of chillin' shoes or anything funky that you ended up skating in? Because you always see like all these like old photos of like Stevie Williams skating in like Air Max ninety fives and you're right. like, that couldn't have been planned because it's not the shoe you're gonna go out and right, skate right, in. But was right. there any like Nikes or anything like that back in the day? Well,
3: that- um back when I used to ride for Etneys. um Tom Penny Hmm. would skate in boots (laughs) in Timberlands. Mm -hmm. Wow. And he was the god. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would skate in, uh, Etnies made boots also. Um, I don't know what they're called, but they made several different hiking boots and stuff like that. So I would skate in those back in the day.
1: Did you ever skate in the Tim's?
3: No. Hmm. No, because by the time, like, by the time I wanted to skate in, Timberlands, I already rode for Got Gotcha. That like would be that sounds such
1: a psychotic skating in Timberlands.
3: Oh, <laughs> like. I mean, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Do you remember your first pair of like free sneakers? You know, who who put you on flow first in terms of footwear? Was, was, was Etnies. That, yeah. Yeah. Before you were actually like a, a pro for them? Yep.
3: Yeah. 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 How,
1: how frequently were the boxes coming in?
3: Oh, once a month or whenever you need shoes? I mean, back in the day, it was like, you know, you call up. When you're a youngin. call mm-hmm. up, can I get some shoes? Yeah, and they send you a box of three or four pairs of shoes, you know. And then you're like, oh, I want to call and get more, yeah. but I don't want to overstep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now I'm just like texting Scoob all day, like, I need this. I need this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> would you ever sell any of the shoes back in the day? Because I know that's like a big thing with all like the flow riders would sometimes sell their boards and everything. But I
3: sold everything. Really? When I moved to California, yeah, I was broke. Mm. You know, you can't live off of an amateur skateboard salary. Yeah, In 1996 was $0. Wow. So I sold everything I had.
1: Was it taboo? Did people know what was going on? Did the people... No, you would,
3: I would say like, I need more stuff so I can live, you know, mm. I need to live. <laughs> I would get like, ten, I had a, at Toy Machine, I had a $300 a month allowance. Mm-hmm which is like 10 boards, a pair of pants, a couple of t-shirts and a hoodie and some wheels. And I would keep like two boards and a set of wheels and I would sell the rest.
0: And then once you signed to Etnies, how far after that did a signature shoot come?
3: I got on Etnies. I was flowing like 95, 96. And then, um, then I kept kind of like Moving up a little bit, and then in like 99, I, I remember I was like, We're gonna do a shoe, and I was so pumped.
0: Yeah, what was it like? Did you have the design in mind already, or yeah, what, really? I did.
3: It was, um, I was in Japan and I got some like Timberlands with like a I don't know, they weren't like boots, they were more like a hiking shoe boot hybrid kind okay. of. I wouldn't know what they're called, but they had, like, windows, like, with, you know, some mesh on them. Yeah. And it was, like, cream with a black toe cap and oh, orange. The
2: Euro, probably the Eurohiker. Yeah? Yeah.
3: And uh, and I remember I was, like, and I I got them and I brought them. And I was, like, I want to I make something like this. And we did. And it was a cool shoe. I mean, it was sick. I think some of the colorways that we picked... I don't want to blame them but we picked some of the colorways that we picked were uh could have been better mm-hmm. um but yeah it was a great shoe the black ones were so sick
0: it's awesome though that you were like in japan thinking about the design and then you brought the shoe back to america and like you know a lot of people or a lot of artists or or like pro athletes and stuff sometimes it's like they work with the designer i'm sure you did but like to have that idea when you were getting the signature shoe already like cooked up from yeah. like hunting in, in Japan is awesome.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, when you're like in that mode of like you have to make something, mm-hmm. you're just like constantly looking around, like you know, seeking inspiration. Or
1: That's way better than me. We had Reebok CEO Todd Krinsky on here, and he was trying to offer me a shoe, and I froze oh. up in the moment. I had nothing. He bricked it.
0: Why? <sighs> <He> bricked
1: it. <sighs> yeah, put him,
0: so right yeah. <laughs> put him right on the spot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put him right on the spot. Put him right on the spot. <laughs> did did Muska ever put you on any sneakers or style? I know he was like kind of oh yeah influential in putting you on.
3: I mean and... yeah totally. Um, everything he did, I was just like I want to do that. You know. Yeah. Um, what sneakers did he wear? Well, we rode for the same companies. He rode for yeah. S though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When S started, and I remember I wanted to ride for S because I was like Alyssa oh, Steamer. It works perfectly. Oh wow! Bam. And I was telling them you, I was you like,
1: always, you always had the vision. was yeah. Always right there. Yeah.
3: Vision oriented for sure. Um. <laughs> And I would always tell them, like, this would work great because it was Tom Penny, Chad Muska, you know, whoever else. That was all that mattered to mm-hmm. me was Tom Penny and Chad Muska. I was like, I want to ride with them, but
2: did you didn't work m- out. Did you try? Like, did you-
3: Oh, I told – every time I went in there, I yeah. would be like – Tell Don Brown, I was like, I want to ride for S.
2: Did and you want, you wanted the weed pocket on your shoes like Chad? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, when you did get to do the Etnies
1: sneaker, was there a lot of back and forth in terms of design or you just kind of came with those ideas and they, they yeah, there was back the and shoe. forth yeah. 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 Like samples and things like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I would like, uh, I was living in LA at the time. So I would drive back and forth to Huntington beach and, mm. you know, probably, I don't know, once or twice a month and meet with this guy, Frank. French guy who's a designer.
1: He's a French guy named Frank.
3: Yeah, I or know. Francois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was heck of cool, and uh, I would I brought him the shoe, and mm-hmm. then they'd bring me the sample and be like, "What do you think about this?" I think we kind of nailed it, though. First go. Yeah. Not first go, but like you know, uh, we're in the right direction. Yeah. First try.
1: Did the sneaker money change your life at all? Was was that significantly more than you were making up to that point?
3: Yeah, I mean, the sneaker money didn't change my life because the shoe didn't sell that well. Mm-hmm. And my contract was uh not the most desirable contract. Mm-hmm. It was a different time in skateboarding and a different time in knowledge okay. of myself back yeah. then.
2: Mm-hmm. But um you felt like you didn't ask for anything. The money. money
3: definitely helped. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Was it like seeing your shoe in, like, the CCS magazine back in the day?
3: I mean, it was cool. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was, like, amazing. I don't know. It's cool.
2: Yeah. It
1: wasn't a huge moment for you, though.
3: No, it was. It was like, but, you know, I had to fight for that. I wanted that shoe. I had to tell them, I want, this is what I want. You know what I mean? And I had to tell them. I'm sure they were cooking it in their minds, like, oh, we should do this shoe. You know what I mean? But... If I wouldn't have been on them, they probably wouldn't have done it.
1: Yeah. When did the sneaker come out? Do you remember? 99 or 2000, 99. one of those years. Right around the same time as Tony Hawk?
3: Yep. Exactly. That was life-changing money. How much? I uh, don't you know. A couple hundred <laughs> thousand? I mean... Wow.
0: <laughs> Talk about that moment, though. <laughs> <laughs> Talk, you know, obviously life-changing. Talk about how that came about like before and then after and and what it was like.
3: What, the the game? Yeah. The Tony Hawk game? I mean, uh, I remember seeing it. I was at Jamie Thomas's garage, and uh, I actually just did a podcast with Tony Hawk, like, not too long ago, and Mm. we, like, had this discussion. But um, I remember seeing it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I'm not an avid gamer, Mm -hmm. um, but... When I was a kid, I was like, I would skip school to play Nintendo all day mm. and stuff like that or get, you know, go to the nurse and get her to call my mom so I could go home and play Castlevania or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's a cool looking game. And then uh, Jamie was like, I think they want you in it. And I was like, that'd be dope. Um, and then Mark Waters, rest in peace, best guy ever. Uh, he called me a couple of days later and was like, hey, these, you know, people at Activision, they're... They're hitting us up. They want you to do this video game, blah, blah, blah. Here's, you know, a signing thing. And I was like, let's do it. And then I signed and um, we didn't know how much money we were going to make because they had us on a royalties program mm-hmm. of like, if the game sells this much, you'll get oh, this wow. much royalties. If it sells this much, you'll get this much royalties. And it turned out that like the first three were like the best selling games of all time or something.
1: It was a smash.
3: It was a smash. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I imagine that's what, like, somebody who gets a record deal feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it's single Just or the something. the streaming numbers going on. <laughs> yeah. Did,
1: did, did you do any, like, mo-capping? Like, did they put the yeah, stuff yeah, on Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. No, no, no. never the suit with the balls. Yeah. And the,
0: the green know, screen. Like, the, yeah.
3: Yeah, but, like, um, they would, like, film, like, how I skated. And I think that without putting the suit on, they tried to do their best of, like, making that. And then I will do, like, voiceover stuff. And yeah. I don't know, it was a weird time in my life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how many people do you get coming up to you these days who, like, that's, like, the moment they, like, or the place that they recognize you from the video game?
3: Like a percentage of the people? Yeah, or like or how often How or often, I guess, or... I don't know, once, once a day, maybe, wow. once or twice a day.
1: Did you pick your own tricks, the special moves? Or was it the judo, Madonna, so. and, like, the primo yeah, grind? And a, yeah,
3: I think so, or maybe they had a list of tricks, and I was yeah. like, yeah, those are
1: cool. Were you playing it a lot when it came out? No. No, you didn't care. You're like, I'm living this.
3: Exactly. That's cool. I mean, I would look at it and I would try to play it. And it's just to see what I look like or yeah. whatever. But yeah, I didn't really play it.
1: I, I played it a lot. You did? I, I feel, you know what? I feel like there are probably not that many people in the world who played the demo for number two more than me. Mm. We had the demo disc, I feel like, from maybe official PlayStation magazine. And, I, you know,
2: just, it was it was big. Was when they added the manual. <laughs> I was disappointed because I had I had Tony Hawk I had Tony Hawk One, but I had Tony Hawk Two as well. But I had two for N sixty four, not for PS two. Mm-hmm. Not as good, and it not wasn't. As good. The, <laughs> no, good. It was not the same. But you were skating in real life. I wasn't. Yeah. It's true. You were actually out there getting getting footy, right? Maybe, yeah. Good Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in the ether of the. You know. <laughs> Somewhere in the ether, we got to dig those clips up. So, what were your thoughts when Nike like launched SB first into skating?
3: Um. Oh, I think I was like, man, I want to be on that
0: yeah. right away. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
3: Yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. You
1: were you were in that hater zone because I feel like there when Nike was first Never. trying to make skating shoes. Alyssa, come on! You you didn't think it was corny at all?
3: Never. The first time.
1: Yeah, with the chode and. The I stuff I was kind of like
3: whatever. I was hanging out with Bam a lot then, yeah, and yeah, he was yeah. like riding for them and. He was in their commercials and stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, I saw the shoe, and I was like, uh, the shoe doesn't look cool.' Was that
0: the like? But the still, it was
3: Nike, though. No, he was just know? straight
2: on Nike. Like if okay. you watch like the like the early Viva La Bam. Um, no, the, what's the there's that ad they did I in the nineties. Uh, what is
1: the name of the ad? It's like uh, skaters or all- athletes too, or something like that.
3: No, what if we treated all athletes like skateboarders? Yes, yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I
3: thought that was a great campaign. Yeah, yeah. I and when Nike
1: SB launched properly in the two thousands, you were early on wanting to be involved.
3: Well, I mean, I grew up, you know, watching Michael Jordan and mm-hmm. stuff like that, so. I thought Nikes are the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I wanted to be involved. Did you like? I was happy with where I was at and what at I was doing. Time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: What about like the dunk boom and like all the collaborations and things like that? The skate shops being flooded. You know flooded. what's
3: crazy is, um I didn't. I knew that it was happening, but I wasn't in tune really. Okay. I yeah. didn't like know about sneakers. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like know about like reselling and stuff like that. But I remember being in Philadelphia at Nocturnal and yeah. them just being so irritated with people calling about oh. like Heineken dunks or something yeah. like that. And just like they just get so irritated.
1: Now you know how that feels now that you're signed it, because people call you all the time and nah, like, Can
3: nah, I get nah, a pair nah, of Veronas? Nah. every once in a <laughs> while somebody hits me up, but it's usually a friend. I'm happy to help out.
2: Because I remember like when SB first launched I was like you know I had like s- the subscription to Thrasher and they'd always had like the Nike ad like it was always in the back of the yeah. of the magazine and like everyone was like kind of skeptical because you're like oh Nike isn't scared. yeah
3: I think it's because their first run was kind of yeah. skeptical but then yeah. you would
2: see you know like the original ads that they had with like uh, like Richard Mulder yeah, and yeah. D. They had, like, the Danny Supa ad with, like, yeah. Vinny Ponty John in it. Jordan. And they're all like, yeah. oh, all these guys are super legit. So it, yeah. do you feel like having all those people aligned with the brand just, like, made it super, like, okay? Gino? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I
3: mean, yeah. I think, yeah. they You know, they, they gave it a shot. Yeah. They made weird-looking shoes. And then they came back again and just did the right thing.
1: And they signed you eventually. Yeah.
3: Yeah
0: before we get to <laughs> before we get to like your collaborations i think like is it true that Lance Mountain like gave you some of your early skateboards
3: absolutely yeah
0: we talked about the jordan 1 when he got that collaboration what was that like
3: Which one, the highs or the lows?
0: The the, I think the first ones Mm -hmm. that scrape off... I mean, multiple ones scrape off, but the first... Those, I think there was a blazer as well that he had done. Yeah,
3: he's had like several, several uh, colorways. But the
0: first ones that scraped off to like reveal... Were they
3: one was black, one was white? Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you remember about that collaboration? Were you like, not close to it, but seeing him get that?
3: Let me tell you about that. Okay. Okay. So that was probably...
2: 2013
0: yep. mm-hmm. or
3: 14? Yeah. I was big into surfing at that time and I didn't I wasn't a professional skateboarder then. Okay. I quit riding for I mean all my sponsors in 2011, I I quit zero and then in 2000 uh 12 Nike didn't resign me. And so I was just like took a hiatus and just went on surf trips and learned how to surf and started nar hunters and mm. got a puppy and you know did all kinds of stuff and um so when i remember i hit up scuba and i said uh i was like i want some i want some air jordans mm. not even knowing that that collab was up i just wanted air jordans mm-hmm. because i thought it would be cool to wear like you know tight jeans with air jordans like a headbanger or something like mm-hmm. that <laughs> right. well, this would be a cool look yeah uh yeah, and I got both of those pairs. And I didn't even, you know, didn't even know that they were like, you know, cool or whatever. I was like, oh, they gave me white and black. That's dope. Did
1: uh-huh.
0: you skate them?
3: No, I wasn't skating there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah
1: fair, <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Did you yeah. like uh, do the, do the, you know those shoes are made to scratch distress, yeah, yeah, with wear. But sometimes people were like, you get some oh, they rubbing scratch alcohol, them off on themselves. yeah, get a Q-tip and you know do nah. a cool little design to reveal the reds and the blues. I didn't. I got though. a pair on my desk right now. Oh, they're through. so good Is that you scraped off. No, I haven't. I haven't really worn them that much, so I, they're they're still kind of just like black with like a little bit of the color peeking out.
3: So you guys like those
0: ones? I think it's a. Cl- I think you could call it a classic. That that yeah. first one is so good.
1: I'm pretty conservative with the word classic. But I I <laughs> you, you <rolling> your eyes. <laughs> I, I like that. I, I might call it really a classic.
2: Good. That the black Lance Mountain Jordan yeah. ones. Yeah, so I like that. It got those a red lot.
1: stripe on the sole or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. We're, we're, I always like hear these stories about you know skaters who were signed to Nike in like during the first like dunk craze, and they're getting all these limited shoes, and they kind of didn't realize. Like I think P. Rod was Happened on here. To me. Yeah. It, were there shoes that you didn't realize that you were skating in a shoe that's worth like a 1000 yeah, bucks or totally. something? Yeah. What, what was it?
3: I don't even remember.
2: <laughs> you still I, don't I like, just remember yeah. like
3: seeing shoes like, these are wild. you know.
2: But you're the, they're there for you to skate, so you're just yeah. like, whatever, just throw them on. Yeah. Can you talk about
1: how Hunter first brought you over to Nike SB? This was like 2008, 2009. You know Hunter? Yeah, he's a friend of ours.
3: Nice. Yeah. I love Hunter. Of course. So I was riding for Retneys, and mm-hmm. they wanted to cut my pay. And stop promoting me or something like that. And I was like in the height of my skateboarding, probably, you know. Yeah. And I was actually with Brian Anderson at Nike Town, and he was like on a little shopping spree. Hmm. And he hit me up because he was in Union Square and I lived in North Beach. He's like, hey, come down and shop with me and get some stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. So I went and got like a Tiger Woods golf towel. And some golf balls. I was like, This is cool. I wanna ride for Nike and he's like, Let me hit up Hunter. Mm-hmm. And he hit up Hunter and I had a conversation with Hunter like on the on the stairs at Nike Town in SF.
1: Wow. And it all came from there?
3: Yeah, and he was like, Oh, totally down. What do you want? Blah blah blah.
1: Did it feel different than other brands you'd been associated with before that? Because obviously it's nike sb and they operate kind of differently from nike as a whole but you're still part of this like giant corporation in a way was that different to you from from etnies or, or
3: i mean it felt the same it was yeah. like the accommodations were different mm-hmm. but etnies was always really cool too like Soultech was took great yeah. care of everybody when you were out you know on a trip or something like we got nice hotels and stuff like that. It was different than, like, a skateboard brand where you used Motel Or company. Or what? A digital media company. <laughs> they probably hook you guys up. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> motel 6 <sixing? laughs> Yeah, it was like, there was this certain sort of feeling of like, oh, I ride for Nike, you know? It yeah. was like, I felt like Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods or something like that, you know? Obviously, I'm not, but... It was, it was nice. There was like perks, you know.
2: What was your first visit to the Nike campus? Like.
3: What was it like?
2: Yeah.
3: Um, it was probably to sign my contract. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, cool. Hunter picked me up from the airport. I think Brian came with me and we stayed at the Hotel Lucia in downtown Portland and went there and I saw like, you know, Michael Jordan's parking space Mm -hmm. and. Uh, walked in and it was nice. It was cool. It's like huge place. Yeah, You guys been there? Yeah. Yeah, yep. for sure. They don't uh,
1: let me on campus
3: sometimes. Yeah, so. right. Really? <laughs> 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 it's, it's kind of a half joke. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it was great. It was cool Um, seeing like the little SB sort of like little section. Sure. You know? Yeah, it was great.
1: Did you go to the employee store on that first trip? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. hard did you go?
3: I don't know. Whatever they gave me, I spent, yeah. for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, right. This this is this is the difference of, like, asking people if they went to the employee store, and they're actually Nike-affiliated athletes, so, you know, they give you something. Like, yeah, I think like it's a, probably, it's,
3: like, 500 or or $1,000 yeah. to spend. Yeah, that makes sense. But I remember back then is when, I don't know if they still own Cole Haan, but...
1: They don't, but yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, but I was in, like, this weird sort of femme phase, and I was, like... Got a bunch of leather purses. And yeah. Stuff like Did you that. have some Lunar Grands? The, the, the <laughs> what's Col- a Lunar Grand? That's the
1: Kohan. You know the shoe. Lunar Grand. It's it like the the, so- yeah, the, the dress shoe with the Nike Lunar Foam on bottom. Yeah. No. Never was a fan. They had
0: like the neon no. colors, right?
1: They had all these. I bought. Yeah. That's one of the most expensive shoes I've ever bought. Was a Kohan Nike like dress fragment dress shoe. design. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. most
3: expensive one I ever bought was a Kohan, also, <laughs> and it was before. This employee store stuff and yeah. you know Nike Elite and all that. Uh It was like, you know, these woven. They look like Bottega Veneta or something. loafers there you go. black. Ooh, they're nice. I still got them. I yeah, still wear okay. them to weddings and okay. stuff.
1: Okay, I need to. I, I still have the.
0: You the wear fr- with your Supreme suit to the wedding. You think so? Yeah, maybe. Oh, because you got pink. a Supreme suit. Yeah, yeah do, he does. Right? <laughs> he does. <laughs> Sick.
1: I wasn't sure if you're about to clown me. <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> okay,
0: you'll yeah. be putting that shit on too. You know, like <laughs> <Thank> you. <Joe. laughs> you know? The, the
1: problem is, it's a little bit of a clash because the the pink. If you care to know, the pink on the fragment Cole Hans is a real bubblegum pink. Okay. But you know, the pink on the Supreme suits, yeah. it's more of a salmon.
0: Okay. A war of pinks. Yeah. So, okay.
2: it just wouldn't, it's not going to work. It wouldn't feel right. Was, do, you, do you go by Supreme when you're in New York and your mind mentally, you're like, yeah, I just want to go into Supreme. And then you see like a thousand kids standing outside and you're like, well, that's not going to happen.
3: I went in there the other day and there was like not a bunch of kids out there.
2: Not a Thursday, I guess.
3: Yeah. No, it wasn't Thursday. <laughs> yeah. It was Sunday.
1: They let you skip the line.
3: Yeah, there yeah. was no line. Okay, all.
1: okay, but in general.
3: Yeah, I just walked. I was walking around Lower East Side and yeah. I needed to use the bathroom, so I popped in there and they let me.
1: Damn, you got bathroom privileges. Damn. damn. Yeah. That's a level I'm aspiring <laughs> to. I, I have I have that feeling all the time of walking down Bowery, being like, eh, let's swing by. Yeah, Supreme yeah. <laughs> and there's like, there's,
2: and there's not even a release going on or anything. Yeah. There's just a hundred and fifty kids standing in line, and we're too famous. It too.
3: was also early in the morning. It was like eleven. Okay. They probably just opened, you know. You guys are too famous. Yeah, are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, are. I'm glad
1: you agree
0: with that. You assessment. guys are superstars. Thank you. Not only in my eyes, everybody's eyes. <laughs> I'm telling you. During the pandemic, a really big shoe to release, the Grateful Dead Dunks. And you helped debut the most limited colorway. Yeah. The Orange, you know, the FTC, San yep. Francisco. Yeah. How did that come about? And, and And talk about that shoe a little bit.
3: I think it came about because I'm like the only Nike rider probably in San Francisco, mm-hmm. at least that I know of um, and they needed some marketing, so I got lucky. <laughs> what is it
0: like putting like you know being one of the first we were in the era of like whoever yeah. gets team early, whoever gets them first is like such a mad scramble online, but like what was it like to to you know debut them, skate in them and and like get all those marketing promos
3: um. I mean, it was just kind of just business as usual. Yeah. I don't really know. I mean, I remember while we were filming, the marketing was probably a couple of months before they came out. Maybe a month. I don't know. Uh, some kid saw me on the street and was like, what? And I was just like, oh, but did he was like tripping. Yeah. Did he
0: try to take a photo or? No. Nah, okay. He was just talking about
2: him. Did you have a feeling that it was going to be a big shoe or you just kind of like didn't know?
3: I didn't know. But I think it was kind of like right around the time as the Ben and Jerry's ones.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, and that was like a big
3: two. deal. But yeah, I think the the orange ones were a bigger deal than the
0: the well, yellow. I don't want
3: to say a bigger deal, but
0: more limited. Yeah.
1: Did you have the Chunky Dunkies, the Ben and Jerry's ones?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with the. You're um, a fan. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you I'm eat probably ice cream not going to like
3: wear them all the time. Right. But yeah, they're cool. <laughs>
1: what's the occasion? Yeah. What's the occasion we're wearing? Because I, I, I don't know. I think it? it's would just you, to hold
3: them and look at them. Would sometimes. you skate them? Okay. I would. You know, I love SB. Mm-hmm. I mm. love SB dunks. Yeah. They're a little thick for me.
1: Okay. Doesn't have the board feel that you need?
3: They have the board feel that I need. It's just a little bit longer of a break in process. Okay. But I know they're dope yeah. and I like them. You made your own. I did. Well, yeah, I made a NAR Hunters one.
1: Yes. It's a big deal.
3: It's kind of a big deal, huh?
1: How did that start?
3: Um, How did that start? Just like us, me and Nike SB wanting to do a collab. Yeah. A NAR Hunters collab, yeah. I think, you know, um, them wanting to help me and me wanting to be helped.
1: And you had the blazer before that, just in terms of picking out the silhouettes. The Nar Hunters one, I assume that y'all came together on the dunk and that was a big moment for the dunk. But like the, yeah. the blazer before that, had you picked out the blazer or did they pick out the blazer? How does that work?
3: We were gonna do a blazer colorway for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Isn't the blazer your a, favorite?
3: It is. Okay. However, lately, I've been wearing more um, of the blazer court. Okay. It's kind of like canvas, mm-hmm. yeah. a little flimsier, you know. Um, but yeah, I love blazer. I think blazers a great looking shoe. You guys like blazers? love the blazer. Mm-hmm. You do. You love the blazer? Uh, no, kind of. <laughs> no. <laughs> <You're right laughs> I feel like there's a,
1: the blazers are in a weird space right now where you see you see more of them than you need to, and you don't see a lot of good ones. You see everybody wearing that the white, white blazer white with the black yes. swoosh.
3: Yeah, and it has like a weird sort of like, and they yeah. yeah. It's a gym yeah.
0: yeah. shoe too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's people a, wear a yeah. shoe.
1: I don't like that blazer, but I think there's a lot of incredible blazers. I mean, Supreme blazers. Yeah, know, you know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. There's there's a lot of beautiful blazers. Wait, I'm there
3: m- was a recent Supreme blazer. Yeah, yeah, they,
1: like the brown kind of, one. Yeah, redid. Uh, no, the the denim one and the yeah. black one. Oh, sorry.
2: The, no, sorry. It had a brown. It didn't have did a brown swoosh those. on it. A brown swoosh? I think it had like a brown snakeskin swoosh on the black. Yeah, probably. you didn't get him.
3: No, wanted, asked for him, didn't get him.
0: The Zoo York Blazer is one of my favorites of all time. What was that one? 2003. It's like uh, gray with the blue swoosh. Stussy Blazers.
3: How, how did you not get them? That's a great question. <laughs> you should have stood in line. You <laughs> should have <laughs> stood in that line hole. that day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what was I, it like to see the, they did the Huff Tribute dunks last yeah. year through Nike SB? Yeah. Did that like give you like emotions or feel like special? Yeah, work? I mean,
3: yeah. That's sad when anybody's gone, you know. Yeah. Um. Especially like a great human like Keith. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like crazy emotional, but it was like an honor to like be in the marketing for yeah. that and stuff like that. You know, that was super cool. You,
0: you said for Etnies, you had the Timberland-esque design in your head when it was time to do like the dunk. You played with like the materials on the black and white colorway. Yeah. How long did you have that design in your head?
3: Funny thing about that. Okay, so when we when it came to like we're going to do a dunk, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I want to do something wild because it was like kind of on the coattails of the Grateful Dead mm-hmm. and the the Ben and Jerry's one.
1: Yeah, huge moment for the dunk.
3: So I was like, I want to do something wild, just like that. You know what I mean? And um I my my first attempt at the design was like Beachy, you know, because it was a nar Hunter's Dunk, so I wanted it to be like... Take it to
1: Ocean Beach real quick.
3: Exactly. So I went to Ocean Beach and I took a bunch of pictures and we came up with this design of like what the seawall looks like, the graffiti on the seawall and the numbers on the seawall. And I made them put number two because I didn't want number one on it because nobody wants to be number one. (laughs) (laughs) no uh so so we had this whole design right and then when it came it wasn't wild enough you know the materials were Mm semi-normal and it was if you didn't live in san francisco you wouldn't even know what it was sure you know so Mm -hmm. i wanted to do something wilder so the next attempt me and my partner rachel sat around and started talking about what to do and i was like oh The swoosh on the original colorway that I did was neoprene, like a wetsuit. And that was my favorite part of it. So I was like, I'm just going to make the whole shoe neoprene. Mm. And so we did neoprene with towel and sort of like dug deep into surfing and like made... Like a leash sort of thing, like Velcro, and there's actually somebody in wherever they're made, like, waxing the material.
1: Somebody at the factory. So there's
3: actually wax, and it's actually, like, I know people trip out on, like, uh, the Paris dunks because there's no two are alike or Mm -hmm. whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So actually, the Gnar Hunter's dunk is the same way.
0: Oh, wow.
3: Every one is waxed differently maybe somebody had a heavy hand yeah you know that day or whatever um so yeah that's i just like the first attempt was too plain so i want to do something wild but i didn't want to do wild colors and material so that's why i made it like black and white Was there, black and white's the best was anyway. there
1: stress for you around its release because again i'm thinking about that era that it's situated in maybe we're yeah. still in this era of how huge dunks are right
3: well now. yeah i mean obviously you want like people to like it and like want it and pay like eight hundred dollars for a pair or whatever you yeah. know um but i don't think that was the case for it because i think it was uh pretty available for everybody mm-hmm. which is cool because i want everybody to have them
1: mm-hmm. but that's to me that's the stressful part is making sure that people can get them you know and yeah. they like oh the bots ruined the release yeah. oh, my right, local skate right. shop didn't sell me a pair and yeah. things like that yeah like, do people complain to you about that when the shoe release
3: no, not really. But, I mean, I read on Instagram and everybody's like, oh, never going to get those or whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's like, go into, like, you know, despair straight away <laughs> instead of, like, maybe I'll get a pair yeah. or something. But, uh, I mean, it wasn't stressful, but I was like, uh oh, I want them to, you know, I want everybody to like them. But I also knew that, like, it's a neoprene shoe, you know, with towel mm. on it and it's like... The lacing system was kind of cray, but I thought it was cool.
2: When you're a fan, you know, you kind of talk about like slimmer, sort of like more yeah. simplistic skate shoes. Obviously, like in the late 90s, early 2000s, skate shoes got like super crazy. Yes. You know, and had like 45 different materials yes. on it. Super thick, puffy tongues and yes. the air bubble on it. Did you like skating in those shoes back then? or?
3: Yeah, I guess that was like all I had. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like, I feel like I never really had, like, a really puffy shoe. Yeah. You know, there was, like, these Etnies called rap. Yep. And they were, like, a normal mm-hmm. sort of skate shoe. They weren't too puffy or anything. Like, I never had, like, a weird Osiris situation or anything like that, mm. you know. <laughs> it was either Wraps or, you know, a shoe called Calicut, which is, like, a Stan Smith. Mm-hmm. And then Nike was, like, Blazers and... Yeah. And I remember the Verona before they redid it, like, mm. back in the day. And they had, like, the uh, whatever that Air Jordan stuff is, the cement or elephant or yeah. whatever.
1: the print on it. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I remember I had a pair of those, and I was hiking to a lake called Bass Lake. And it was, like, a mile hike. And I didn't have socks on with them. And I had to leave them.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're just cooked.
3: I walked back with barefoot. <laughs> this is the one time when the Timberlands would have been appropriate. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, totally. If I had socks would have been cool for sure. <laughs>
1: Do you remember when the Janowski's first came out? Yes, that was, uh, that was right around that's the time. That's a great shoe. That's my,
3: that's one of my favorite Nike SBs. Same. That
0: really hit hard.
3: It did, yeah. huh?
1: Welty, I know you're not a fan. Not the biggest fan.
0: But Nick Restivo signature shoe. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was play. such a moment. It, it was. was. It
1: was such a takeover. The, yeah, the Digi Camo colorways and things like that. People right. cork. Who,
0: yeah, yes. people who are a fan of that shoe swear by like it's the bet, like the best one. It's a great shoe.
1: And has to be one of the best-selling Nike SB shoes of all time.
0: Like
3: I think Stefan hit a homer with mm. that one. Yeah. I know he did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just in like the last few weeks, uh, we've been talking about the Jordan 4 oh, SB yeah. that yeah. released. and even in like the last few days i don't know it's like
3: there's a lot of hype for that that was kind well, of like the grateful deads or something yeah, like there's yeah, yeah. a lot of people talking about that
0: and what's happening now obviously we're in april but i see like the titles of the youtube videos is this the sneaker of the year and like we talked about it what did you think about seeing that nike sb jordan 4 yeah uh, obviously a, a, the jordan 4 is heralded as one of the classic jordans but like people really really love that shoe
3: yeah it's a great looking shoe
1: yeah
0: I
3: it's mean, not
1: for you it's too it's too it's, it's, too it's big, a little right? big
3: it's not i would i would ball in them
1: okay what's the stat line looking like
3: it's looking good yeah 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 i'm looking good <laughs> i've been playing a lot I nice. it. <laughs> um it's a beautiful shoe okay green and you know uh off-white white and gray whatever it is those are that was my high school color so i think that's just, like cool
0: i was yeah. hoping maybe the triple black sample wear test would come out but it's not maybe like we do the gnar hunter jordan 4 you put the, the you towel. know i already
3: i'm already on it and i am already he been would, shut he down was so, <laughs> he was so
2: he was so disappointed because there, there was like early instagram photos of uh costan and p-rod skating in the all black yeah. air jordan 4 but it was just the wear test sample and he thought the all black was going to release yeah it then.
3: might not even have been i mean i don't know you guys probably know more about me but they were sending everybody Jordan 4s to skate in to tell them, like, what should we do? Really? To Did make they it SB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wait, yeah. that's, that's in
0: How how far out? Oh, man. I don't really so, that, so A couple Nike, years
3: ago, two years ago, probably. Wow, that's at awesome. Least, at least a year.
0: So Nike was sending Jordan 4s for you guys to, like, wear tests and then give design, not, not even wear tests, but give, like, yeah. design cues on yep. what the Nike SB Jordan 4 should be. Exactly. What was your feedback? Do you remember?
3: It's thick. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but you, you also mentioned very briefly, I want to get back to this. I don't know if this was totally a joke, but you said you were trying to, Joe said, do the NAR Hunter's Jordan 4 as Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh. you, you pitched that to us?
3: Yeah, I had a pair of, uh, this is when Hunter worked at Jordan even. Mm-hmm. I had a pair of denim sixes and I spray painted them black and I just like, NAR Hunter's times Nike Jordan, you know? Collab. Listen, all,
0: all black.
3: Crickets. No, Crickets from Jordan. Hunter on that Damn one. Yeah, Hunter. We'll Damn, Hunter. We'll put it Hunter. out there. We'll relight that fire. And then, yeah, and then, you know, I recently, uh, you know, hit up uh, Bob's and was like... Who's Bob Sorry, I don't know. Ryan Bobier, is. Okay. The boss. Okay. <laughs> uh, I hit him up and I was like, I want to do something. I want something in the work." After this came out, I was like, well, mm-hmm. I don't have nothing... Going right now, so I wanted to like start working on something, and I was like, "What about a Jordan collab?" And they're like, "Jordan's a little different right now, or something."
1: That's a, that's a hard one to crack, I think.
3: Yeah, one of these days, though, Eric did it. Yeah, I'll do it.
1: I love that. Just throw it out there. Put, yep. put it on the record right
0: here.
3: Yeah, I even sent them like marketing and everything. Wow, wow. You, were, you could be like you this.
0: Made the whole the marketing plan was me. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> uh, one
1: one other SB question. I feel like we have to ask. Yeah. Did you ever get a chance to talk with Sandy Bodecker? Was he around much when you first signed? Like, what was that? Yeah, you know,
3: I've only hung out with him probably three times. Mm -hmm. Um, The first time I met him was when I first got on. Uh, They flew me down to Huntington Beach. Um, It was the U.S. Open of Surfing. I think they were sponsoring it or something. Carissa Moore won. It was like her first time winning. Yeah. They had, like, this cool hotel, and I hung out with him a little bit. Uh, great guy. Yeah. Super great. Yeah, and then uh, right before he passed, uh, I was at his house playing with his cats,
1: mm-hmm.
3: Rachel and I, and he came in, and we shot the shit for a minute, and then, yeah, that was it.
2: Yeah, what a legend.
3: Big legend.
2: In the, in the pre, uh, like, you talk about, like, you know, before Nike and Etnies, I know there was all the core, like, Footwear, skate brands, were they, all like, super competitive with each other? You know, you hear all these stories about people leaving for other teams and people getting mad and all that.
3: But. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think any time businesses involve, people get pretty competitive yeah. and irate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were trying to poach you from here um, there?
3: You know, I think... There was one time when Vans tried to get me from Etnies, mm. but Etnies matched the money, so I stayed with them because... I was with them for, you know, a few years at the time and had this weird loyalty thing going. Okay. And Vance was in a weird place back then, too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's about it.
0: Listen, we're going to get that Jordan collab. I'm down. You know? <laughs> Team effort. Team effort. S- I already know it will So I may try a heel, uh, heel flipper and ollie with the Jordans on if that happens. Oh, really?
3: Yeah. You may?
2: Yeah.
1: I Where? What? Do you have a spot in mind?
2: Dumbo. Well, he's got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you a, you a, you, she ends up doing a white colorway and just ruining your dreams. But. Take it back to Allen Park Elementary. I wore,
1: what? Right. Look at get some clips there. Right? You waited to the fourth <laughs> quarter. He waited
0: to the fourth quarter, one minute Come left to, on. to bring it out. Why not? No, oh, I love Put it. it in the love plan, it. Yeah. You
3: know. Yeah, I went to Allen Park Elementary a month ago.
0: What
1: about a Cortez for Cortez Ave?
3: Wait. Oh, Cortez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mop them down I Cortez, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Cortez, Ricardo, Moreno, all that. Okay. <laughs> say it. Okay. Take them down Grace. Keep, well, why not?
0: Keep going. <laughs> 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 uh, Alyssa, this was fun. Thank you so much for taking the time. Hope yeah. you enjoy your stay in New York. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm out tomorrow morning, okay. but not I have
0: enough time enjoyed for us my stay. You going to go stay. skating,
1: then.
3: you going to bring your board?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Very
0: noncommittal, yeah. You guys come
3: skating with me after this?
0: Um I'm going to link up with the Baker guys right now. Oh wow, I can. I was a rollerblader Shh, no, sh- no. <laughs> I, I, I tried roll, I tried rollerblading it did not work out, but this guy was a, this guy is the skater of the group. Don't be sheepish.
3: Uh, yeah, don't it
0: happens. I know.
3: I watched the show. <laughs> yeah, look. Come on, I know what's up. <laughs> what? You were?
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> Listen, I'll go with you.
1: Have you yeah, let's go. I, there, I had a. You guys I had are all a, welcome.
3: Where am I going? Columbus Circle, I think. Okay. It's yeah. Close by, right?
0: <laughs> it's
1: close enough. <laughs> I had yep. a, I had like one skateboarding summer. Yeah.
0: I tried once, and then like I didn't pedal. Fa- I didn't like um, push, pedal, push, fa- pedal. push. I didn't push fast enough. The front wheel hit a rock. I went flying. That was the end of my skateboard. It's a common story. Exactly. Leave it. Leave it to the experts and the, the professionals. But uh, all kidding aside, thank you so much for, yeah, for taking the time. This was really it was fun. a pleasure. All right, everyone. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Please like, subscribe. We will see you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jillian Hardman-Webb. Audio editing done by Haley Choi. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.